Well, good morning to you. Yeah, I know. It's not morning. I'm just used to saying that. I'm a little late getting it out today. It's Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. Slava Ukraine. Heroium Slava. PVTV. Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Also up right at the top of the search. Uh, uh, tell your friends to Google those four words to have me show up at the top of the search. Um I, I really do appreciate you coming every day. Thank you so much. Uh, if you can, pl- uh, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. And uh, 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 you can tweet to me or whatever that is to me. Questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on formerly known as Twitter. I, you know what? It's going to be a rough morning. I only got a couple hours sleep. I was busy. But... Um, Let's try and get through this. <clears throat> Let's start as we usually do with the war in Ukraine. Got a little bit, not a lot. Uh, Ukraine announced a joint venture with German arms manufacturer Rheinmetall to service and repair Western weapons uh, sent to Kiev since Russia's full-scale invasion. The first project will be repairing of German equipment, tanks, heavy armored vehicles. Uh, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz stressed Berlin's aid to Ukraine would not be affected by its support for Israel in its conflict with Hamas. Uh, Scholz said Kyiv would have assistance from the economy to uh, weapons for as long as necessary. At least eight people were injured in Russian shelling of frontline regions of uh, Ukraine. Ukraine's interior minister, Igor Klemenko, said four people, including a 12-year-old, were wounded by Russian airstrikes and artillery fire in the southern Kherson region, and another four were taken to the hospital after attacks on the northeast region of Kharkiv. Russia continued to pound the shattered uh, eastern uh, Ukrainian city of Avdivka, but Ukrainian officials said heavy losses had forced Russia to switch to, to air attacks. Alexander Stupin, a spokesperson for Ukraine's southern ground uh, forces, told uh, national television that Russia dropped about 40 guided aerial bombs in two nights, but the number of ground assaults has been reduced. Stupin said about 2,400 Russians had been killed or wounded over the previous five days of fighting in the Donetsk region. Russia suffering huge losses. So I guess now, remember that pipeline uh, between Finland and uh, Estonia, right? Uh, That was damaged. They weren't sure if it was purpose or not. Well, they're still not sure. I guess now the question is, was it accidentally on purpose? (laughs) <laughs> Remember that old uh, uh, childhood taunt? I did, I did it accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Uh, Finnish investigators have recovered a large ship's anchor from near the spot where uh, that Baltic uh, Sea gas pipeline and communications uh, pipeline uh, was extensively damaged and are seeking to establish whether it came from a Chinese count, uh, container vessel. Uh, Finland's Central Criminal Police, the KRP, not the WKRP, that's something completely different. They said on Tuesday that the anchor weighing six tons and missing uh, one of its prongs 
had been lifted from the seabed using a Navy crane. Uh, deep drag marks were found on both sides of the fractured pipeline. The country's National Bureau of Investigation, the NBI, uh, which uh, uh, last week said uh, inquiries were focused on the Hong Kong-flagged, Chinese-owned Nunu Polar Bear, uh, uh, told reporters in Helsinki on, uh, on uh, Tuesday that the container ship was missing a front anchor. The ship's movement closely coincided with the pipeline damage. NBI uh, Chief uh, Robin Lardo said... The next questions are about whether it was intentional, negligence, poor seamanship, and that's where we get into whether there could be a motive for what's going on. It's too early to answer that at this stage. Helsinki confirmed the damage to the Baltic Connector Gas Pipeline and parallel uh, Astlink uh, data communication cable between Finland and Estonia on uh, the uh, October 11th. Uh, yeah, I mean, China, China, friends of Russia, oops, I dropped my anchor. Uh, only one of them, so it won't hold the ship, but it will very easily drag across this pipeline and damage it. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, now that I have your attention, let's try, let's move on, let's try and fix the world. Only, only five minutes on, on Russia and Ukraine? Wow, what's wrong with me? I'm just very tired. Uh, it has been uh, no secret that the UN has been admonishing Israel for their apartheid of Palestine, for their human rights violation, and their seizing of property that doesn't belong to them. Uh, lots of human rights abuses. Uh, for decades, the UN has been trying to get Israel to do the right thing. Well, Israel... Does not, does not like being called out for their criminal acts, their internationally criminal acts. Uh, Israel and the U.S. have ignored the U.N. on numerous issues. At the U.N. Security Council on Tuesday, Guterres once again condemned unequivocally the horrifying and unprecedented October 7th acts of terror by Hamas in Israel and said that nothing can justify the deliberate killing injuring and kidnapping of civilians, but we all know that the act did not happen in a vacuum. We all know that. Uh, he went on to say the Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation. They have seen their land steadily devoured by settlements and plagued by violence, their economy stifled, their people displaced, and their homes demolished. Their hopes for a political solution to their plight have been vanishing. Yes, that was the head of the UN Security Council calling them out. So what did Israel do? Israel's ambassador to the UN, Gilad Erdan, said today that the government will refuse to issue visas to UN representatives following Guterres's uh, remark that the Hamas attack on Israel on October 7th, which killed 1,400 people, did not happen in a vacuum. Erdogan has already rescinded the visas of the UN Undersecretary General for Humanitarian Affairs, Martin Griffiths, and would do the same for Guterres and other officials. He also called on the Secretary General to resign. Hey, you resigned for pointing out that, that Israel does these criminal acts. Uh, the UN chief uh, repeated his strong condemnation of both 
Israel and Hamas on social media following the speech, but Israel still rejected his criticism of the bombardment of uh, Gaza, which has killed nearly 7,000 Palestinians since October 7th. Health officials said the healthcare system is now completely out of service as of Wednesday, which is today, earlier today. And Oxfam warned that in addition to repeated airstrikes, which have targeted areas that uh, Palestinians have been ordered to evacuate to, Israel is using starvation as a weapon, just like Russia did to Ukraine last year, just like Russia did during Holodomor. Uh, on uh, 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 today, earlier today, Gudra said he was shocked by the misrepresentation of his remarks by Israeli officials, including uh, Minister Benny Gantz, who called the Secretary General a terror apologist. Israel has rescinded or refused visas before. In 2018, two high-ranking UN officials who dared speak out against Israeli violations uh, did it to them. Uh, they have been routinely refused, uh, refusing visas to UN human rights officials for years. Honestly, can I just say this one more time? It's time to pull all U.S. aid from Israel. No more $3.8 billion of unfettered access. That's it. It's over. Please. Moving on. Oh, and speaking of terrorism... Ron De, uh, DeSantis, Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, the head, also the head of the state's public universities, uh, Tuesday, ordered the system-wide deactivation of a student group over its solidarity with the Palestinian people who are suffering what many experts have described as genocidal Israeli war. It is genocide, not just experts, regular people like me and you. Uh, though I, I think I'm a little bit more of an expert than most. Uh, in other words, he, he removed free speech. DeSantis removed free speech. Uh, state University System of Florida Chancellor Ray Rodriguez sent a letter to the uh, president of the state's 12 public universities accusing students for justice in Palestine of condoning terrorism after the group's national body uh, declared support for Palis Palestinian resistance to Israel's war on Gaza and stated that Palestinian students in exile are part of this movement, not in solidarity, uh, not in solidarity uh, with it. Uh, the group also stated that the Hamas-led attack on Israel that killed 1,400 civilians and soldiers was not unprovoked and that is Israeli apartheid ethnic cleansing indiscriminate bombing, arbitrary detention, destruction of infrastructure, disappearing of citizens, I will add that, uh, and 75 years of settler colonialism are provocations, which I said on day one. In fact, I said on day negative 300. I've said it so many times. I, I, I've said it, I said it two years ago. I said it three years ago. Um... And we just said, so does the UN. Um, uh, they, the chancellor, said uh, uh, the state university system and DeSantis administration call it support of terrorism. That's what they're calling it. 
I would assume the ACLU is on top of this. We shall see. We'll hear in the next couple of days, probably. So uh, yesterday we were talking about Tom Emmer. Would have been okay. Not great, but would have been okay. But he did not have the Republican support. Emmer, Emmer voted to certify the 2020 election. And Donald Trump didn't like that. Uh, Emmer, in in secret voting, got like 100 and some odd votes, like 120 or something like that, which wasn't enough, um, obviously. Uh, On on Trump's failing social media platform, uh, he said, I have many wonderful friends wanting to be Speaker of the House, and some are truly great warriors. Rhino Tom Emmer, who I do not know well, is not one of them. He never respected the power of a Trump endorsement or the breadth and scope of MAGA, Make America Great Again. He fought me all the way and actually spent more time defending Ilan Omar than he did me. He is totally out of touch with Republican voters. I believe he has now learned his lesson because he is saying that he is pro-Trump all the way, but who can ever be sure? Has he only changed because that's what it takes to win? The Republican Party cannot take that chance because that's not where the America first voters are. Voting for a globalist rhino like Tom Emmer would be a tragic mistake. Wow. Trump torpedoed any possibility of a halfway decent Republican leading the House Over two dozen House Republicans opposed Emmer's uh, bid, leaving him well short of the uh, 217 uh, votes necessary for election uh, to the leadership role because former President Donald Trump spoke out against him. So now they put up Mike Johnson, who this morning won the vote. This is bad. Johnson is an election denier and voted to decertify the presidential election in 2020. That makes him an extreme fascist. Just so you know, just how crazy this Christian fundamentalist is. And remember, you can't spell fundamentalism without mental, because this guy is is just mental. Uh, He's not fun. He's just demental. Um, During a House Judiciary Committee, hearing. Uh, Once Representative Mike Johnson attacked Roe v. Wade, insisting that if only women were compelled to bring more able-bodied workers into the world, Republicans wouldn't need to slash Social Security and Medicare. I'm not kidding. He said women should give birth because it's good for the economy. Puts more people, poor people there uh, willing to work for pennies. That's what he said. Uh, He voted against Ukraine aid. He was part of the legal team who defended Trump in his his, uh, first impeachment. He has a Christianity podcast, which in itself is not bad. John Fugelsane has a podcast like that, I'm sure. But when warped by Republican values, it's disgusting. You shouldn't, Republicanism and Christianity should never be together. Uh, anyway, yeah, he, he got it. He is now the House Speaker. The first thing on the, on the agenda is uh, to pledge support for Israel. 
from what I understand. Uh, and, and speaking of anti-choice, by the way, on Monday, commissioners in Lubbock County, Texas, Texas, you know if it's Texas, it's going to be bad, uh, in Lubbock County, Texas, voted to empower citizens to sue individuals assisting pregnant people who travel in unincorporated areas of the county for the purpose of having an abortion. Commissioners, <coughs> excuse me, commissioners Terrence Kovar, Jason Corley, and Jordan uh, Rackler all voted in favor of the ordinance with the body's two other members abstaining. The legislation allows citizens to sue anyone who assists a pregnant person in getting an abortion in Lubbock County or who helps them travel through unincorporated areas of the county en route to abortion care. The law does not apply to pregnant people seeking the procedure, and it is not applicable in incorporated areas like the city of Lubbock, where 265,000 of the county's 318,000 residents live. Still, it affects enough people, and it's a bad precedent of a law. And it's one of those laws that will eventually go down by the Supreme Court. Eventually it will. Uh, Trump yesterday was, eh, didn't go too well for him in the New York fraud trial. On the first day of his testimony, Cohen described how Trump would select an arbitrary number, like $6 billion rather than $4.5 billion, um, and instruct his executives to increase the value of his assets to reach it. Eh, you know what? This penny I have... It's worth a nickel. Please put that down. Uh, Trump was seething all day long. You knew he wanted to open his mouth. He did end up opening his mouth. That was a bad idea. (laughs) Uh, But he was like shaking his head when uh, Cohen was uh, was testifying. Um, Trump's attorneys of course, challenged Cohen on his testimony. Uh, Trump uh, denied, uh, he ch- they challenged him because they said, oh, well, uh, you lied in testimony before you went to jail for it, right? That doesn't matter. And, and this isn't a jury trial, so it, it can't matter. The judge, the judge knows how much it doesn't matter. Uh, Trump's attorneys, and this happened a little later, of course, challenged him on his testimony. Because he lied, to, uh, in, like I said, in previous tes- testimony. But yesterday wasn't just about testimony. Trump denied violating the gag order in place against him and said he was not referring to Judge Arthur Enger- Engeron's clerk in critical comments he made earlier uh, today. Oh, actually, that was today. That wasn't yesterday. That was today. And attacking another judge's clerk, he may get more, uh, get in more trouble because when asked if he was referring to Angeron's clerk during the disparaging comments he made at a previous break, Trump responded, not at all, during that earlier break. Uh, Trump had complained about Angeron and then appeared to reference his clerk. He said, this judge is very partisan. Judge is a very partisan judge with a person who is very partisan sitting alongside of him perhaps even more partisan than he is. I ask you, how could he have been possibly talking about someone other than the judge's clerk? You think about it. Uh, When asked by Engeron about the comments, Trump attorney Chris Kies 
had tried to argue that Trump was not talking about the clerk, but actually Michael Cohen, who was uh, next to Engeron in the witness box. So instead of intimidating employees, he was intimidating witnesses? Is that what was going on here? So Trump denied violating the gag order in place against him. So what did the judge do? Engeron ordered Trump to take the stand in his civil trial to answer questions from the judge under oath about his comments outside the courtroom. A surprise hearing. Angeron said, I'm going to hold a hearing right now about this. Angeron asked Trump, who he was uh, referring to when he talked about the partisan person next to him. Trump responded, uh, Ewan Cohen. Angeron asked, are you sure you didn't mean, uh, you didn't mean the person on the other side? Trump responded, yes, I'm sure. Angeron excused Trump after, uh, uh, after attorneys from both sides declined to ask Trump any questions, uh, Angeron said, the witness is excused. Trump responded as he returned to his seat at the defense table. He said, thank you, your honor. Uh, then Angeron said, as the trier of fact, I find that the witness is not credible. I hereby fine you $10,000, which is on the liberal side to be paid within 30 days. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. Okay. We're moving on. Uh, I, I, there's, there's, there's other stuff in the news today about Meadows, but I'm just exhausted right now. I really am. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, his meta, uh, formerly known as Facebook, is going to finally be taken to task in the U.S., uh, he's already been in trouble in the, in the EU and other countries. Uh, yesterday, the vast majority of U.S. states handed together, abandoned together Tuesday against uh, tech giant Meta, uh, the owner of Facebook and Instagram, in the largest state-led legal challenge against a social media company to date as state's attorneys or state attorneys general uh, sought to protect children from features allegedly designed to keep them hooked on the firm's platforms. They're not allegedly designed that way. They are designed that way, period. They wouldn't design them any other way. They wouldn't design them to kick people in, in the nuts every time they looked at Facebook because then they wouldn't look at Facebook. 33 states filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court in, uh, for the Northern District of California arguing that Meta has violated consumer protection laws by designing its apps to be addictive to users, including kids, with features such as infinite scroll and constant notifications. Eight other states were joined by Washington, D.C. in filing a separate lawsuit, a uh, similar lawsuit, asking the uh, court for an injunction that would force Meta to stop using the features that the attorneys general um, say harm young users based on an extensive investigation. Uh, California, uh, California Attorney General Bob, uh, excuse me, Rob Bonta, uh, a Democrat, of course, said in a statement, our bipartisan investigation has arrived at a solemn conclusion. Meta has been harming our children and teens, cultivating addiction to boost corporate profits. We refuse to allow Meta to trample on our children's mental and physical health, all to promote its products and increase uh, and increase its profits. 
we refuse to allow the company to feign ignorance of the harm that's, uh, that it's causing. We refuse to let it continue business as usual. Uh, the states are also seeking financial penalties for Meta, which claimed it prioritizes safety for kids using Facebook, Instagram, uh, and its other apps. Uh, they claim that after days, uh, the claim that after days after whistleblower, uh, whistleblower former employee Francis Hogan leaked company documents that showed the company knew its products could harm teenagers. Uh, mental health in uh, 2021, uh, Hagen testified, uh, or Hagen, Hagen, uh, testified before Congress, forcing the uh, company to unveil new parental controls for its platform way too little, and uh, they don't really do anything, and way too late, uh, and much of the damage has already been done. The new lawsuit says Meta deceptively represented that the features were not manipulative, that its, its social media Platforms were not designed to promote young users' prolonged and unhealthy engagement with social media and that Meta had designed and maintained its social media platforms to ensure safe experiences for young users. Yeah, right. Um, These representations, both expressed and implied, were false and misleading. One former Facebook executive said in 2017 that he would not allow his own children to use the platform, and the Federal Trade Commission concluded in May that the company failed to protect the privacy of children who use its messenger app. The company is likely to seek a dismissal of the lawsuits, arguing that Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act and the First Amendment protects Meta from being held liable for content on its platforms, but the lawsuits center on Meta's deception, purposeful and targeted Uh, The lawsuit says Meta has harnessed powerful and unprecedented technologies to entice, engage, and ultimately ensnare youth and teens. Its motive is profit. And let's, let's remind you what Zuckerberg did. This girl, a child, was talking to her mother in Messenger on uh, Facebook about how she was going to get an abortion. Uh, in a state where it was not allowed because she was uh, pregnant too long. And Mark Zuckerberg allowed the FBI to have those conversations. Not the FBI. Allowed the state to have those conversations. And then they they put... uh, Which one did they put? They put the girl in jail. Because she turned, she she uh, became an adult. I believe that's what happened. One, either the girl or the mother got put in jail. Um, I think. The, well, actually, I think the mother did. Um, but not technically, it wasn't for abortion. It was for something else. But it all had to do with him, uh, Zuckerberg, giving up that private conversation. So you can't trust Zuckerberg. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> Uh, the UAW strike expansion earlier this week, expanding almost every day now, uh, it should be noted that General Motors posted earnings that surpassed Wall Street's ex- expectations, reporting nearly $3.1 billion in third quarter profits, even though there's a strike happening. And yet you wonder why there is a, uh, uh, there is a strike. 
right? UAW President Sean Fain said in response to the company's earnings report, it's time GM workers and the whole working class get their fair share. GM said the strike is costing the company roughly $200 million a week in profit, but the $8.9 billion in adjusted income the company has reported during the first nine months of 2023 is an increase of close to 11% compared to the same period last year. The company's revenue rose to a record $44.1 billion for the third quarter, up 5% compared to last year. Uh, the union said uh, GM's offer lags behind Ford with the company proposing a two-tier wage progression. The weakest 401k contribution offer on the table, a deficient COLA, and other shortcomings. On the heels of the, uh, their previous quarter, which set a post-bankruptcy record in terms of revenue, it is clear that GM can afford to record, uh, afford a record contract and do more to repair the harm done by years of failing real wages and declining standards across the big three. Uh, the UAW's labor action at the major GM plant comes a day after the UN expanded its strike against Stellantis, calling on nearly 7,000 workers at the Chrysler parent company Sterling Heights assembly plant in Michigan to walk off the job. Good for you guys. Uh, and and uh, uh, SAG-AFTRA is again at talks today. Uh, we'll probably hear something this week. I don't know if it's going to be good, but it needs to be. And, and, and Fran Drescher... Bang up job, baby. She's been doing it so good. And I and, and I can't, I couldn't stand her voice on that show, The Nanny. But she's doing a great job in her position. Anyway, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. Wednesday, October 25th, 2023. 30 minutes. Wow, isn't that something? I really appreciate you. Uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, you can tweet to me or uh, post to me or whatever to me. Questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on formerly known as Twitter. Now called X, which is really appropriate when you consider the pictures that people post on there. Uh, and remember... Always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.